two, three, we recording? Is this thing on? Hello, hello, testing. One, two, three, what's up, everybody? What the fuck is up? This is your boy, Corey Easley, coming at you live with another brand new podcast. The weather is getting gorgeous outside. It's fucking nice. It's beautiful. You can drink an iced beverage, even though I drink iced beverages all year round because I'm not no bitch, chef. That's how I'm giving it up. Um, How you guys doing? How's your life? Are you fucking riding high? Are you winning? Are you collecting wins? Are you stacking gratitude for all the great things that you have in your life? Are you grateful to be alive? Are you going through a tough time where it's harder to... See all the good things you have in your life Because everything seems so bleak And hopeless And you don't see a light at the end of the tunnel But I tell you what That shit eventually is coming right Something's got to give So uh, hang in there Hang in there You know Start getting used to being your own hero Right Take action If you need uh, things to improve and change in your life Change uh, You know do you, Try to change them Try to do the things that need to get done. And if you can't do anything about them, then move the fuck on. What's going on, everybody? It's me. Um, So check this out. I was talking to my boy a couple of weeks ago. And I was at a family party for his mom. And I I was thinking about this. Because when I was there, I was like, you know, sometimes I'll talk to this guy on the phone while he's with the family and I'll be like yo tell everybody I said hi and while I was at the family party he was like yo I'm gonna admit something to you right now I've never once told these motherfuckers that you have said hi and then his sister was right there she was like yeah all these years we just thought Corey is a dick (laughs) but the truth is um some people just don't say it do you say it when you when you get a phone call from somebody and they're like, oh, you know, I'm with my mom. And like, oh, tell your mother I said hi. Like, do you say it? Because I'm the type of person, I say it. Like, if I was on the phone with you and I was with somebody that you knew and you said, tell this person hi, I would be like, yo, this motherfucker said hi. Or if I was about to walk into a place that you were in and somebody that I was on the phone with or something or somebody saw me on the way there and knew I was going to see you and they said, tell you hi. I'm going to try my best to remember. There's no award. You don't win an award for for this, right? But you pass a message along, and that's nice, right? That's like, it's nice to be thought of. People like getting thought of, right? So, you know, I'm not going to go find you in another room and be like, yo, this motherfucker said hi. Because I also do believe, yo, you got a phone, right? You know this person. Why don't you hit them up if you're thinking about them? That would be even better than me going and telling them that you said hi. Oh, say hi to your wife. Say hi to your girlfriend. Say hi to your mom. Um, yeah, do you do it or do you not do it? Do you say you're going to do it? Do you forget? It's easy to forget too, right? We, we Our heads are so far up our own asses um, that it's easy to forget things. So, I don't know. I don't know. What's going on with everybody though, right? I'm, I'm asking that question as if motherfuckers could respond. Um, by the way, I've been in contact with some people and they, you know, some people will have responses to the podcast and I'm like, you know, it'd be really cool if you actually went and sent me an email to Corey has a podcast at gmail.com. 
because then I could read whatever you have to say live on the uh, on the show, right? You know, which truthfully I have not been on that email very much lately because I have a lot of turmoil going on in my life, which I refuse to share anything about until it's passed because that is how I cope, right? I'm fresh out of therapy. I just finished talking to my therapist and she was like, hey man, listen, uh, stop all this people pleasing shit and all this self-abandonment, right? Take care of yourself. My biggest problem is... I know that you can't please everybody, but I'm still going to try, right? That's my biggest fucking problem, Um, which in turn, you end up letting so many more people down somehow, right? So let that be a lesson to you kids out there. You cannot, you really actually can't please them all. Uh, And you can't save everybody either. So just, you know, remember that shit. But yes, um, send me an email in and um, I'll answer your questions or something live on the air. Whatever you got, whatever you got to say. Or if you want to just tell me I'm a piece of shit. So yeah, if you're going through something, the cool thing is, I'm going to first say this. I just recently got into therapy this year. And I know I talked about it a couple weeks ago, but I got to say, you end up, I don't think the therapist fixes your problem. Right or fixes you rather. The therapist gives you tools. The best thing about getting around other people and being around different types of people is you'll learn from them something. Anything it is, you'll learn. You'll learn that you like this type of person. You'll learn that you don't like this type of person. You'll hear this. You'll hear people talk about stuff that you can relate to in a way that you've never heard it spoken about and it gives you the tools to be able to express yourself better. Like we teach each other things all the time. And the thing that I've learned about myself is when I'm struggling or going through something, I hide. I isolate myself and I go somewhere where no one can see me or talk to me or or anything like that. No one can reach me in any way. And that's not necessarily good either. You can go there, I think, but I think staying there is problematic. I hate using the word problematic. And it's not because um, I don't like the word. It's just because of the people who use the word problematic are the type of people that piss me off. Um, Like I was once told that I'm problematic because of my views and opinions on certain things, right? You're always going to get told that you're a piece of shit. I never thought that I would reach an age where somebody 10 years younger than me was telling me that I was a piece of shit because of my opinion about something was different than theirs. But, you know, when I think back, I remember being 19 and thinking that some of the adults were idiots. So I get it. When you're 19 years old, you think you fucking know everything. When you're like from the age of... I want to say 17 to 24, you just think that you know fucking everything and nobody could tell you shit. And then life starts smacking you around a little bit. What do you do when life starts smacking you around? I saw this quote, adversity introduces a man to himself. Um, 
which can also be applied to the ladies as well, right? Just because it has the word man in it doesn't mean it's exclusive of the women who listen to my podcast. I actually think I might have more women listeners than men listeners, funny enough, because um, I'm such a fucking bro. But this isn't self-proclaimed either. Like, motherfuckers have referred to me as a bro, which is fine. I call everybody bro. Don't matter. Uh, he, she... They, them, um, Zimzer, all of these motherfuckers. I call them all bro because I don't discriminate against anyone. That's just how I'm giving it up. Bang. Um, I'm bringing bang back. Bang. Uh, what was I saying? Oh, fuck. I lost my train of thought with that stupid bang shit. Um, da, 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 da. Yeah. Oh, when you're 19, you're 24, people, you think you know everything, nobody can tell you shit. Oh, adversity introduces a man to himself. Yes, so I'm learning a lot about learning how to lose. And it's not necessarily um, losing a game or losing a competition or anything like that. Just learning how... You know, what, what's a win to you? A win is getting a promotion at work. Um, losing weight, if you were trying to lose weight. Uh, getting, buying a car, you know. Um, and even on a smaller scale, making it to work on time. Learning how to play a new instrument. Um you know, just like achieving some level of success. And so these are wins, right? Sometimes you lose. And sometimes you lose for a long time. Like sometimes you will just continuously not be able to collect any W's um, for a very long time. Your winning streak is just non-existent. You just have a huge losing streak. To the point where you kind of become desensitized a little bit and I don't think it's a good idea to start like expecting to lose I think adapting the attitude of uh well I never uh, have any expectations so I'm never disappointed I think that I still till this day think that's a bullshit attitude like that's a lame pussy ass way to think Oh, I don't have any expectations, so I don't have any disappointment. Nah, man, you know, you could expect whatever you want. Like, if you expect something to be away, fuck it, right? If you expect to to win, and you expect something to turn out the way you want it to turn out, fine, go ahead. Um, Don't lose your optimism just because you keep fucking, because nothing good is happening for a while. Everything is going to change at some point or other. And you got to... Be patient, which is the hardest fucking thing to do in a world filled with instant gratification, right? We talk about this a lot. You talk about how you don't have to call a fucking phone number anymore. Talk to someone on the phone and explain to them how to get to your house to drop off a couple of boxes of pizza and a fucking two liter soda for you and your fat family. You don't fucking have to do that anymore all you have to do 
is open an app, press a button, and somebody knocks up, knocks on your door with whatever you want, whatever you want. Um, so you expect everything to be that easy. You know, we're, we're like a bunch of spoiled kids who, whose parents can afford to give them whatever they want. And um, I don't think we, I think it's kind of like detrimental to our mental health, I think, in the long run. Like, you know, motherfuckers used to not be able to order food in general on the phone or, or whatever. You had to like chase a fucking animal down and kill it. And if you, And if that animal was too fast for you to catch it, then guess what, motherfucker? You ain't eating. So, um, and your family is not eating either. Your kids are probably going to fucking die from malnourishment. Or you're going to die because the last time you had food, you fed the fucking kids. And now your ribs are showing. And you and your wife are deteriorating because you're too slow to catch a fucking deer. Um, Deer run pretty fast too, by the way. And if you're wondering how fast they run, let me tell you a little something about instant gratification. In the amount of time that I've bullshitted you with this talking, deer can run 31 miles per hour. Can you run 30 miles per hour? If the restaurants and all the food apps crashed and you couldn't order food and they said, yeah, well, you can go out and deer are overpopulated in this region. And if you want some lean, gamey meat, then go get a fucking get out there and grab yourself a deer and you could feed your whole family for a month right and when it starts going bad and people start getting sick start getting food poisoning and shit like how bad was the food poisoning another thing i was actually thinking about the other day is how bad do you think aladdin smelled you know he was a homeless kid right he was homeless and they referred to him as Street Rat. And his best friend was a monkey who he made dress like him. And he was running around barefoot stealing bread from a fucking, from an outside marketplace, right? And then he hit the lotto, which is basically just getting a genie, you know? But the cool thing about Aladdin, which was one of my favorite Disney movies as a child, was he was just such a fucking optimistic young man. I don't know who his parents were. We They don't tell you where the guy came from. He was just a young kid who lived. He wasn't actually homeless, actually, now that I think about it. He had a very open air situation, right? He had like a fucking lair that he lived in, which was really smart because when you walk around New York City and you pass by a bank in the lobby area where the ATM machines are, homeless guys will set up shop in there. And I think those are the smart ones, especially in the wintertime. Um, or you can live in the subway or you can migrate to somewhere warm. If I was homeless, um, I would probably just go to Florida because 
the meth is really cheap. No, I don't. I I, uh, I I would rather be somewhere close to the beach. You can bathe in the ocean, right? You can just bathe. You can be tan all the time. Not that it matters because I'm black. I just am tan anyway. Um, but I would get black as fuck. I would be out there looking like Tay Diggs. Although I wouldn't have the white teeth that Tay Diggs has because I wouldn't really be able to brush my teeth that often unless I got my hands on a toothbrush. Maybe I would learn how to play an instrument. And that would become one of those homeless guys that... uh that like is really good on the saxophone, like the sexy sax man. Remember him? That's a deep cut. No, but if you don't, if you don't know who the sexy sax man of is, look him up. You know, I bet that guy probably played a lot of weddings. The sexy sax man, um, who I think was probably homeless. Some of the most famous people in the world uh, were homeless. Like Jesus was homeless, right? At least that's what it sounded like. Did he have a place to live? I'm at, I'm really at. Did Jesus live somewhere? Because they say he was from somewhere, but did he live somewhere? Right? Did he always have the beard? You know, Edgar Allan Poe didn't have a mustache until he got old and sick, right? Because he didn't take care of himself, and he was like fucking a hundred and and two pounds, soaking wet. But he, you know, wrote all these brilliant things. They always tell you how uh, disturbed these really brilliant people were. You know, if I could choose to not know anything at all, I think I'd be a happier, happier person. Because ignorance is bliss. I was talking to someone and I heard them say, you know, if I, if there was a book about my life, I would skip to the last few pages just to make sure I knew it was going to be good. And then I started really thinking about that. Like, if I had access to the book of the life of Corey Easley, the host of um, that podcast, Corey Has a Podcast, yours truly, the one and only, if I was, if I had access to that book... I probably would not open it. I wouldn't. I know myself. Unless I was like diagnosed with a terminal illness, I wouldn't open that book. No matter what. No matter what the fuck I'm going through, I would not want to know because I like surprises. I got this thing. I got this famous quote. And people always say that. this. Fa- I got this famous quote. It's not famous. I'm not famous. Um, I got this quote that I always say, like, I, if you have, it's not a quote, even though I did say it, so I suppose it is. If there's something that I'm not supposed to know, please don't tell me. I hate gossip. I don't like knowing shit that I'm not supposed to know. I just don't. I don't want to know. But back to the famous thing. Why do people always say my famous whatever? Like, my grandma's famous chili, and it's like... Who knows about this fucking chili besides the six people in this fucking room, right? I always thought that was kind of interesting that people would do that. But we've always had such a high level of self-importance. The audacity of mankind to just be given the gift of this beautiful planet. And all we've done is make so many mistakes. 
irreversible (laughs) mistakes. You know, we've just severely mishandled uh, the blessing that we've been giving of the planet Earth. But hey, you know, it is what it is. And I'll tell you what, I'd like to be sorry. I'm scratching my fucking scruffy face hair and you could probably hear me doing it on the goddamn thing. Sorry. Um, We've mishandled this gift we've been given. And I'm happy, and at least I'd like to think that I won't be around when the shit really flies into the fan. Because you know what happens when the shit hits the fan, right? I'm such a visual person, right? So whenever I would hear somebody say the shit hit the fan, I would just imagine someone picking shit up off the floor. Not like shit that's been there for a long time and it's hard. I'm talking like recent, still kind of hot from being in the body, shit. Picking it up and tossing it into a fan, like a real fan too. Maybe a ceiling fan so that way it gets dispersed around the room. Right? That's what happens. Shit hits the fan, it's scary. Right? If you were sitting in a room where there was a ceiling fan that was going at top speed and someone threw a fucking handful of hot, fresh manure into it, what would you do? Would you just sit there calmly or would you fucking freak out and try to move out of the way? The more you freak out, the worse it is too. You start jumping around trying to dodge it and it's just getting on you anyway. You're just covered in shit. Well, that's what happens, right? But there's this weird part of me that almost likes to find beauty in these tough times. I like to think back and think about how well my mom did as a single mom, taking care of three kids as best as she could. And by the time she was my age, she had three kids. And I'm over here bitching about Issues that are not as bad as they could be. Because no matter how bad things are, they could always be worse. You could always think of examples of how they could be worse. And ain't nobody really trying to hear that shit sometimes, right? If something sucks for you, you want to just stomp around and fucking bitch and moan about it. But the truth is, if you really want to keep it a buck, if you want to be fucking real about this shit... um. You could think of scenarios that would make it worse. You could fucking also have just broken your leg last week. And now you have a, a ridiculous medical bills that you um, that no one can afford, right? So things could always be worse. And that is the message. Um, one last thing I want to say is Drake keeps coming up as a topic of discussion. It's somewhere that I've been thinking about a lot. And I just want to say, and I know I've said this before, that I think he's so fucking talented. And the dude has been around for such a long time. He's been around for such a long time. And he's made so many hits. And I know I talked about him last time too. But he he's talented. He can act. He was great on Saturday Night Live. Reminding you motherfuckers that he could do that too. The dude is so talented and everybody tried to hate on him for a long time. And he paid his fucking dues. And now he can make right foot, uh, 
left foot slide. Or another song where he's like fake speaking French, you know, whatever. Who cares? He can do anything. He can do no wrong. So um, the message of the week is, yo, stop hating. Spread love. If you're going through something, keep fucking going because it's a tunnel, right? It's this long tunnel, maybe longer than you think. You ever in a tunnel? You're like, Jesus Christ, I'm still in this fucking tunnel. Um, Sometimes that's just what life is, right? Um, Just ride it out. It could always be worse. Um, Shout out to Beverly. We got a show coming up soon. I'm going to give you guys more details on that. If you live in New York City and you want to come see me, and hopefully when I get my fucking life together, um, I'll share with you my experience. But stay happy. Stay humble. Stay healthy. Take care of yourselves. And take care of the people you love. I gotta go. See you later. Ciao.